1: What up, ladies and gentlemen? Hernancias here, host of the Business Bros podcast, along with no co host today. He took off because we're doing a Zoom call, but I got the one and only Arsenio Buck coming from us straight from Thailand. We had such a good interview last time that I, 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 t- I said, you know what, Arsenio, you got to come back. You got to have some more fun with me. And so here he is with us live on the Business Bros. Thanks for, ha- thanks for being on again.
2: Absolutely, man. I'm so happy that I get to come on just towards the end of the year and just to share. As much as I possibly can within a half hour mark, but man, thanks so much for bringing me back on, man. Of
1: course, man, thank you. So I um I want to know what's what's going on towards the end of the year here. You got some plans coming up. Uh, last we <laughs> spoke, we I mean you you told me some crazy stuff about what's going on in Thailand, what what it was like for you, like getting you know just the ball rolling, how much you had to go through with uh, being black in a country that didn't accept you and all that stuff. It was crazy. So, I want to kind of continue on that note, but uh, let's talk more about what's going on with you today,
2: these days. Yeah, so, it's funny because I'm supposed to be going to the Philippines, the 23rd. The flight is still booked, but I booked it on a low-cost airlines, and I had just an intuitive nudge telling me, you know what, don't go, because I really want to go to South Africa in March, but you know, the plane ticket to South Africa is a little bit crazy, plus I would have to go from, like, Johannesburg to Cape Town, and... Honestly, Philippines is very similar to this, although the people are probably far more nicer. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Thai people. Anyways, yeah. So, um, so I decided to cancel that flight, and yeah, I did miss out on a little bit of money. This happened to me probably about four years ago when I canceled a flight to Singapore too. But at the same token, man, I just really want to buckle down and hunker down on everything that I'm doing right now, like in terms of writing my ebook. Uh, created the newsletter, becoming more consistent with newsletters to the people who are actually signed up on my email list, um, establishing webinars, uh, you know, doing the co- consulting, which I'm actually going into right now with some people who have approached me. Uh, what was it like three months ago? I did a presentation at a digital content festival. So he said he wants me to be his consultant for this AI that he's actually going to start putting into schools out here. And so I really want to just zero in. Like in the last, last week, like right before Christmas, all the way through to like January 2nd and just clean up all the incompletes, clean up all the messes and really just get everything down packed and like, you know, do projects on a weekly basis and do, you know, just become more consistent. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it that's that's uh, something that happens to a lot of people. I mean, we as humans have uh, a huge to do list of things that we pile up on our own plates, and then the the only downside of that is, you know, I it, it becomes uh, your to do list, the honey do list, the kids got to do list, the business got to do list, and before you know it, you got like so many things on that list. You just look at it like I don't even want to do one. Right, I'll dabble (laughs) on this. I'll touch this, and 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 it becomes like the undo list. Like you don't actually get any of that stuff done. So Uh you know, what are you doing to break that stuff down? Which ones you want to focus on and why?
2: Well, you know what? Like, well, (laughs) the thing is, the three Ds. I actually heard about this through uh, Jack Canfield's book, and well, read about it. And it's do it, delegate it, or drop it. So again, it's not so much about okay, write ebook. That's too much of a big task. And if we look at that firsthand, we're going to say, you know what, that's too ginormous. And we're going to have a tendency of constantly putting it off for X amount of time. But we have to break it down into small chunks. Mm-hmm. Like Tim Ferriss talks about, you know, write one bad page a day. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm like, okay, Arsenio, just finish two sections a day. By the time you get to the end, you're going to pretty much be finished with this. And then I could submit it to a girl who's actually going to make it look all nice for the ebook version. And then it should be ready to launch by like first week of February. So anytime you have a really big task, we have to figure out what's the ultimate ROI. Chunk it. Got to chunk it down, right? Chunk it down, but also put it into bite-sized pieces. I heard this from a lady on uh, the Pat Flynn podcast. And it's really good because if I just write ebook on my to-do list, which is right over there, What the heck, where am I gonna start? I have no place to start. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I'm gonna have to say, no Arsenio, just give me 10 questions for this specific area and give me another 10 questions in here. That's gonna take about 40 minutes. When are you gonna do that? I'm gonna do that from one to 140. Okay, what about your minimal task? Well, I've already completed about two weeks worth of ESL, English language podcasts, And I always do these in the flow and I know how to create content for different platforms too. So, it's all about just, I'm more efficient on busy days, Hernan. Mm. And so, for everyone out there, it's all about breaking down the big things into bite sized, digestible pieces. Because the thing, you know, you could say, oh, I want to travel to South Africa. See? And again, you use that in a conditional statement. So, therefore, it's in the future, it will always be in the future, and there's nothing you could do about it. But say, let me look at plane tickets. Okay, this plane ticket's good. Let me check the airline. Okay, Qatar Airways. Where would I stay? Got a friend in Johannesburg, got a friend in Cape Town. Okay, what are they doing? Okay, she said I could do this. I could do this. What am I? You see, you set you put it all together, then you say, look at the finances, and you say, Oh yeah, I'm gonna go see my Wakanda people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so again, you know.
1: Yeah, I hope that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's it's manageable small chunks. I like the 3Ds, by the way. For me, it was uh, do it, delegate it, or delete it because that's what I use to manage my email inbox, right? Because that thing will fill up really quick. Like, I, I keep the stuff in my email inbox um, bolded, right? So if it's bolded, it's been unread, right? You know how that way everybody knows how the email works. Problem is, if I keep looking at them and my inbox says, you know, you got 40, 30, 60, 10, whatever email's unread, the number gets bigger. I get a little scared. I want, you know, so I got to go through and, and you know, a lot of your emails junk anyways, like if, if junk mail came in through your regular mailbox, you'd look at it and go straight in the trash. Right. Right. Got to do the same type of thing with the email. Just look, do it, delegate it or delete it and get rid of it onto the next little small chunks, even in small tasks like that. Um, I've been going to the gym every morning, right. Early in the morning post and I'm there. Um, but I do the things that I don't want to do first. I don't want to run. I don't, I'm not a runner, dude. I don't like running. It's not my thing. I do it because it is the most effective thing that I can do to help my body, but I don't right. like to do it. So it's the first thing I do. And, and my goal is to get to either 30 minutes or three miles, right? Now I'm to yeah. the point where I'm doing my three miles in 26, 26-ish minutes, which is, which is good for me. So I'm, I'm happy. So I'm trying to improve in that. And, I, and, and when I do my workouts, my little chunks are like, my goal is to get tired right? I, I, when I get to the point where I'm tired and, and I start to slow down, I tell myself, like, you ever see the rock workout? The the yeah, rock yeah, yeah, yeah. Always yelling out, focus! Yeah, focus! Yeah, fun. he does that. And so for me, I don't yell it out because I, I feel weird doing that at the gym, but I like, right. get to the point where I'm about to slow down and I'm like, get tired, get tired. Because I know that when I get tired, that next couple steps, that's where the improvement happens right? That's Absolutely. where, and if, if I can keep pushing through that tired through that uncomfortable, I know I'm making progress through whatever, through whatever I have to do. Same thing. You're going to write your ebook. There's small chunks that you need to get through. You're like, just get through that paragraph, get through that section, do it, do it. Because once you get yeah. to the end of that, you have a little bit more momentum. room and that little bit of momentum where you write the next paragraph or that next page or that next section. Now you're pushing that much closer to your next goal. Get yourself uncomfortable,
2: right? Right. And this is exactly what uh, Muhammad Ali said. He said he doesn't start counting, well, what he said. Um, he doesn't start counting until it starts hurting because mm-hmm. that's when the growth begins. That's so when if broke. you look at it from my life, what I was telling you on the last, the previous podcast, all those things I was going through, well, again, I told you that there was no going back. I needed to go through this. And I didn't even think for one second that I was gonna give up based on opinions. But then that's when the growth happened. So that's in terms of education. Like, Basically, learn more to earn more. Mm-hmm. And so, again, this is way different from being out there in America. I'm going to shift a little bit of focus because out there in America, you're, you're given, I, I, you, you can tell from your perspective, you know what I mean? You're given this, okay, you create this, you create this, you create this here. I'm more of a language, I was more of a language teacher, but now I'm shifting the training to like different companies and places that need soft skills, hard skills and stuff like that. So in saying that, when I first joined a language center five years ago, all I could teach was something called four skills, right? So that's your listening, your speaking, your reading, your writing. I was given a book and I just did everything by the book, like like the 95% of the teachers out here in Thailand. But then they said, can you teach TOEIC? I said, what the hell is TOEIC? So I looked at it and then I got better at teaching it. And then I created a video. And then it just continued to amplify, created videos, like little bites, you know, bite-sized little snippets for Instagram. And then I started writing the ebook. Now people are contacting me from Bangladesh saying, hey, could you please coach me? My test is coming up this week. You know what I mean? So then there was IELTS, then there was TOEFL, then there was academic writing, then there was a business English, then there was presentations, then there was this. There's all these small little niche markets. Whereas if I'm able to get, but I'm talking about be the top of my class, be the top of Thailand, and all of these, I will be the talk of town. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this to begin with, the learn more to earn more. But now, this year, being the most successful year by far of my career, I realize that people are like, hey, we'll pay you this much. I'm like, damn, that's the most I've ever been paid. I finished the workshop, they said, oh my God, the students love you, here, bonus. You know what I mean? Because I do everything 120%. I don't have a B game, a C game, a D game. I have an A game. Eric Mm. Thomas, right? So um, that's another big key for everyone out there. Whatever you do or whatever you're doing, you want to become the top in that specific class. Don't worry about the Tony Robbins, the personal development, the this, the that. That's all commercialized. You put that aside. People like you for what you give out. You know what I mean? So A lot of people say, well, I can't do this. I can't be like him. I can't, your goal is not to be like those specific individuals. You are supposed to inspire the people who follow you. Mm -hmm. Whereas you're able to double down and you can begin to build things out of that, build a business. And again, going back to the email list, building a blog, you know, creating a podcast so you can develop your speaking capabilities. So when someone gives you the opportunity to go on stage you're ready to do it because, of course, you've been developing your voice over the X amount of months or years doing a podcast. So this has all set me up, Hernan. I, did, I started my podcast uh, back in 2016. And guess what? I did my first ever presentation at an e-learning digital content festival this year, along with giving presentations at about eight other companies. These are all records in my life in terms of my career. So next year, I'm doubling it up. I'm tripling it up. You know what I mean? I'm doing big things. So huh, I went on well,
1: a ramp. No, <clears throat> it's okay. Cause at, <laughs> at this point you have social proof, right? Like, it's not like, like, you know, Hey, I can do that. No, it's I've done that. Right. And there's yeah. a big differentiation or a big difference there between, you know, what I want to do and this is what I've done. And, and it's one of those, the, that, that, that little difference right there, that, that, that space is where everybody falls off. Everybody wants to do things. Everybody, you know, I want to be a millionaire. I want to, you know, be a teacher. I want to have a good, nice body. But the, the in between there, the the having to, you, having to actually do that work, that's where we fall off. That's where it's like, well, I don't want to get up that early to go to the gym. Well, you know what? I mean, I have to call people to set up, you know, some, some presentations and yeah, you know, well, once you actually start doing them and you know, you do one, then all you have to do is get up there and hop on stage, do what you've already been doing. The podcast has helped you do those types of things. You get more comfortable in front of a camera. You soon realize that people have seen you, you hop on a stage, it gets a little more comfortable. You do a good job and then guess what? People in that audience like what you've done, they, communicate, they, uh, they connect with you, you've communicated well with them, and then the next one opens up, and then the next one opens up, and then the next one opens up. But it's a consistency factor of you getting out there and doing it on a regular basis and not making excuses in between why you quote unquote, can't, right? It's more like you won't, but it's, Uh, you know, quote unquote, can't do whatever it is that you want to do. That little hurdle, I think, is always in our own mind. It's in our own head. There's something going on inside here that's stopping you from deciding, I'm going to get to that position. You can dream about it. You can talk about it. But until you're taking action to get there, you're never going to get there. Just
2: think of it. And that's exactly what it is. I mean, you think about it. When you first started your podcast, just as I started my personal development podcast, did I have that urge to do podcasts every morning? Hey, no. 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 Hell no. I woke up and I remember I was a, a, little, a huge procrastinator probably about three years ago compared to now, obviously. But I would wake up and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do a podcast today. I'll do one tomorrow. Oh, I don't want to do a podcast tomorrow. I'll do what? Now, if I have 30 minutes, I'm like, podcast, let's do it. Boom. And I just unleashed the fire. Why? Because it all starts with habit. Like again, making the choice, making the decision to finally hop on, shut, your go- shut that goddamn noise off in your head that's saying, no, no, just be lazy. Be lazy for 30 minutes before you go to work. I'm like, no, I'm going to do this. And you hop on it. And like you said before earlier, the momentum is created. And then when you do that over and over and over, it's kind of like people who are alcoholics. hate to bring that, you know, you know, put that out there. But alcoholics are people who smoke. It becomes habitual. And then it becomes your mainframe. It becomes the behavior, becomes your personality trait, and then it becomes very, very difficult for you to take it out. So that's why my podcast is in my personality. People all, every time I send a voice message to someone like on an Instagram who reaches out to me and they don't know that I do podcasts, they're like, you sound like a speaker. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <"Well>, that's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, or not, like when you first started your podcast, how was it with you?
1: I, was, I sucked. With- it was horrible. Like, it was I mean, a drag. I, I committed to doing it. it I think if, if I have any uh, like superhero talents, it's the ability to decide, okay, I'm gonna do this, and then commit to doing it. And I go like, I jump all in, right? Right now, I'm doing ClickFunnels. I'm going to rock the ClickFunnels yeah, world. But I've been, I've been, I've been spending the last you know two weeks just engulfed in videos and trainings and audios and learning and playing and, and creating and doing because I know that next year. It's going to be a whole new world for me because I'm able to continue the selling process online. Something I've been trying to do for a long time, way back when, way back when, uh, I want to say 15 years ago, I had this idea for this company called Easy Tech Finder, right? Because we used to have this computer repair company. And so we would repair, you know, your, your PC. It would, it would get a virus it'd come in and we'd fix it. So, we hired some techs, and I thought, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we just had this website? It was, you know, we call it easytechfinder.com, and anybody can go to the website, find a technician near them, and then get their computer fixed. And now I can take my business and scale it across the country. Well, back then, like creating a freaking website was expensive, and then I had to make changes, and they charged me, you know, hundreds of dollars an hour. And I was like, oh, forget this, I'm not doing this. Today, Whole different ballgame. Any concept or idea I want or have, I can implement. Whether or not it works, uh, I don't know yet. We'll see, but I can do it. And then you, can and do then, it. you
2: don't delegate it? I uh, will do so,
1: it. Well, I will get to the point where I delegate. I will, I will delegate when I understand what I want them to do. Right? So right now I'm in the do phase. Right now I'm learning the whole process. Because if I want to speak to you in the same language and tell you exactly what I want, I need to be able to, to understand the process so that I can delegate that process out. So right now I'm in the do phase, Um, but at some point here in the future, it's gonna be like, okay, I got an idea, let's implement this and get it done, way less expensive than I've ever had been able to do it in the past, test it, and if it works or breaks even, cool. If it doesn't work, no big deal. We move, modify, adapt, and keep going. But we have the opportunity to do it, and that's what, to me right now, that's, that's why I'm so immersed in this, because not only can I do it for my own particular ideas, I can help so many people with theirs, you know what I mean? And that is going to be super awesome. That's where the, the, the difference is going to take off because, you know, yeah, I can build my own company and that, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. But if I can help other people grow what it is that they're doing,
2: that, that is huge. That is a niche. See, this is why a lot of people, man, I'm telling you, Hedat, there's been a lot of chatter, especially out here in terms of jobs, you're failing economy in Thailand. I'm not talking about America. But in Thailand, it's hard for graduates to get jobs and this and that. It's kind of like, I got this degree and they guaranteed this, but there's nothing. Oh, they said this job said I need experience, but I can't get experience if you don't hire me and this and that. There's a lot of noise, right? So then now we're I'm kind of like, that right there, what you were just saying, understanding, you know what, if I could learn this and help people with that, you know, in terms of creating it, again, that's a specific skill set that can enable you to become an entrepreneur. A lot of people are like, well, entrepreneurship is not built out for me or this or that. Maybe it's built out for everyone and you just don't realize it. Maybe there was something that you loved helping people with and you could do that for a price. Mm -hmm. You could pump out a lot of free content and keep referring them over. Or again, like you were saying, the click funnel. So I was learning about that. I was introduced to click funnel by a Belgian guy at an airport out there in Dalat, Vietnam. And then I'm like, oh my God. He's like, yeah, okay, create a three-part video course, you know, pump out as much content and then we're going to funnel them into this one and then we're going to funnel them. It was so intriguing. And it's things that I'm scared to do. So Mm -hmm. again, when it comes to my website, a lot of people view it. I get a lot of traffic, but I don't know how to multiply on that traffic. My website, it's ugly. It's ugly as hell. But if I can learn it, and then learn to do it, then I could, that's another skill set I could develop, help other people establish their websites. Because guess what? I took a whole day during the New, uh, the new Year's break to sit down and just learn all the specifics about WordPress mm-hmm. and doing the plugins. Because there are no blogs or anything out there about plugins. See, I'm giving people ideas. If you understand how to do plugins and you do video tutorials and say, you know what? I can help you for a small price, this, this, that. And sell them at the very end after you pump out a lot of content. Boom, that's another skill set. People don't understand that there are skill sets everywhere. And you know what? When you love helping people and you see their business grow, that's the ultimate fulfillment. Mm-hmm. That's your passion. It becomes your passion.
1: Dude, I mean, <sighs> I love feeding my family. I think that's a that's an awesome thing. But if I can <laughs> feed other families. That's a phenomenal thing, dude. And, and you know, it's, there's, a lot of, there's, there's a lot of things that stop you. There's a lot of things that, that prevent you from doing whatever it is you, you're going to do. There's always this short-term thing that you end up doing with your time that hurts you in the long term. And you can look at it in like any aspect of life, right? Um, I'll give you an example. There's a piece of cake in front of me. And I go and I'm like, you know what? That cake looks delicious. I'm gonna eat that cake, and that's my short-term satisfaction. But what did I just do? I took away from the long-term health for my for my own body. I keep taking these short-term cake breaks, and then I become a diabetic, right? Or I don't. I want to sleep in. I don't want to go to the gym, so I sleep in today. I sleep in the next day. I sleep in the next day, and then before I know it, I'm overweight or I'm out of shape or I can't move. I'm not as flexible. It it, it could be anything health related. You do the same thing in business, right? You procrastinate on that one. I don't know, that one ebook you want to write and you, you delay and you delay and you delay before you know it, you're 10 years down oh, the road and you're regretting it. Same thing mm-hmm. with the web. like almost anything you got to do, there's always that small little thing that's going to distract you. That's going to keep you comfortable. That's going to keep you in the spot where you are today that if you just put it aside, focus your attention on those one, two, three things that you need to get mm-hmm. done, you're going to get to the on. next level that you want to get to every single day just because you're immersing yourself in those one to one to three absolute number one to three goals ever. That's it. That's all you need to focus on. You get that stuff done, you're just going to open up the, the floodgates of whatever it is that you're trying to achieve.
2: And that's exactly like, and you know, I was listening to another podcast about why do we procrastinate, went into all the scientific parts of it and blah, 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 blah. But listen, if you could turn off your notifications. And honestly, if you just do one task, I don't know about anyone out there. But when I complete one task, that gives me such a ridiculous amount of momentum. I can't stop after that. Mm. I don't know about you, but like when I do something that's huge, especially work on my ebook, holy shit, my high goes ridiculous. And then I'm just zero. I'm locked in. And then that day is one of the most productive days of the month. But it's all about making that little one, you know, taking that, doing that one thing that one assignment. And again, we could go into and focus on mundane tasks, getting out all the boring tasks because they clog up all your available attention units. Okay. That's the number one thing to do. So if you wake up and you're like, Oh, I got to make a call. "Oh, I got to go do this like me. Oh, I have to go to immigration. I'm going to bang that shit out as early as I can get rid of all that BS. And so I can focus on what's important. So, um, yeah, that little thing. And you know, I wasn't really like this about four years ago, Hernan, and I'm not going to claim and say that Tough Mudder was the one that actually brought me (laughs) to this level, but I remember when I was going through all the hardships, like I told you about in the previous one, I committed to doing a Tough Mudder, and I knew that it would be the most difficult three to four hours of my life, and so there was a point in Tough Mudder halfway through that I wanted to give up. And that voice is saying, come on, Arsenio, you can't, you can't, you can't stop it. Your knee, your, your shoes, your this, your that. I'm climbing up hills in Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> There's no one else around. I'm over here making friends like the first 10 kilometers. But after <laughs> that, it was all mental. And when that happened, I pushed through that. And that mm. created a new me. That was the beginning of a new me. Because that physical pain, like you were telling you, the health, the diabetic and everything, that physical pain that I still put myself through. And weekday mornings at a gym, right, a couple train stations away, like yesterday, this crazy ass trainer was having us do these rope slams and the assault bike, which is the worst bike in the world. It's difficult as hell. Sometimes I need an immediate nap after that. <laughs> you know what? The growth in that, that's everything. I'm not telling everyone to go out there and just bust the whole ass and bust ass for like one hour. No, 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 no. I'm saying put yourself in an uncomfortable position do the things that really really suck like you hate walking go walk
1: Mm -hmm. put on a podcast
2: 20 minute 30 minute whatever it finishes you stop you take your ass back home okay walk around the block whatever it may be whatever you don't like to do do that because once you begin to do that that's when that's when the change really begins so
1: 100% dude, 100%. And, and, you know, I, I tell my students all the time cause I get the, the whole, I don't have time. I, you know, I, I, I don't have time to do this. I'm like, dude, what are you listening to right now? Oh, my Spotify, uh, you yeah, know, my Spotify. Well, why isn't it an ebook? Why is it in a podcast? Why are you, are you like, taking yeah, yeah. every single hour that you're wasting with music? Don't get me wrong. I love music. Like today on the yeah, way yeah. home, I was like, I'm not learning anything on the drive home. Music time, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? There's exactly. times where, you, where, you, where you're like, okay, let's do this. But the rest of your day, you've got 24 hours in a day. If you're spending every single day, two to three hours a day zoning out and listening to music, unless you're aspiring to be an artist and you're writing your own music at the same time, what are you doing? I mean, you're, you're giving up the one, the one and only most precious asset that you have. You're giving up your time. If you're going to give it up just for, you know, a couple of, you know, happy moments in your life. Well, cool. You're going to be comfortable, but don't complain when you don't get what you want to get to. When life is not just going to hand it to you, you got to go out there and grab it. You got to go out there and take it, make Uh, it happen for
2: yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that you have to, again, what is it? A university on wheels, Darren Hardy says, you know, being able when you're driving in a commute, sometimes you got to figure out when you learn best. Mm-hmm. Okay. Me, I learn best in the morning In the evening. I'm like, dude, I can't do podcasts in the evening. Cause my energy isn't there. I can't do this. I can't do that. So that's when I like to write. That's when I put on a little audio on a, what is it on YouTube? And it's like fire crackling and sounds of wind. And like I'm in a log cabin and that really puts me into the zone and I feel everything around me. You know, those little things, man, those little tweaks. Like I listen to music when I went running right before I came on here. Yeah, I was jamming. I was running on the treadmill, but that's the only time I listen to music. When I'm actually going up the street, which I'm going to be doing right now, like, you know, 40 minutes, I'm listening to Lisa Nichols' audiobook or I'm checking out something on Gary Vee in terms of his Q&A you know, that I could pick something up like micro happy versus macro happy, all Mm. these different things. You know what I mean? And then when I get to work, okay, post on Instagram. Okay, post here. Okay, audio. Okay, put my, you know what I mean? I'm just zoned in even while I'm teaching. So um, no excuses, man. You know, Gary V says, Gary V says, oh, you don't have time. And in his last, he gave the, he flipped the bird and he said the dropped the two word bomb Uh, because we we always use that as an excuse. No excuses. You've been listening to music for three hours. You could trim that down just one hour. Ease into a new habit. I'm not saying drop everything. Drop three hours of music and learn three hours. No, 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 because you will give up very, very easily. Just give me 30 minutes of learning and two and a half hours of listening to music. Then let's do 45 minutes. And then Let's go into an hour. Ease into it. You could dive in, but if you dive in, you will burn yourself out and you'll go back to what you were doing before.
1: Exactly. Speaking of Gary V, I'm gonna launch my video here. We're gonna record it next week, and then you're gonna start seeing. Yep, I did the real Slim Shady version of the real Gary V. So that's gonna be coming out real soon, dude. So, right? oh my God. please tag me.
2: Absolutely. I will tag you,
1: and, and hopefully, you share it with as many people because uh, the, the objective the objective that in that one is to get Gary V's attention. So we'll see what happens. Bring him, a, bring in a, bringing him enough value that hopefully we get a meet and greet. We'll see what happens.
2: That'd be awesome, man! All
1: right. Right, dude! All right, dude. I'm gonna let you go because I know you got to get off to uh, to work. Because uh, even yes, though sir. it's evening for us over here, morning for you over there, so you got to get going. Hey, man! Thanks a lot for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Always yes, a good time.
2: Absolutely.
0: Thanks so much, Renan.
1: Not- all right. Have a good one, ladies and gents. That's all we got for you guys today. Woo.
0: Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home?